Hello, and welcome to another MLEX podcast. I'm Mike Swift, MLEX's Chief Correspondent for Digital Risk in San Francisco, California. We're in a busy time in the United States for legal issues around privacy and data security. One of the men charged with hacking Yahoo's website, causing the largest known data breach in history, has been brought here in San Francisco to face trial even as a federal judge in San Jose prepares to decide whether civil litigation against Yahoo can move forward. Meanwhile, in a case that went up to the United States Supreme Court, the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals has issued an important ruling for future privacy and data breach litigation. Here with me to discuss these issues is Amy Miller, MLEX's privacy and data security reporter here in San Francisco. Hello, Amy. Hey, Mike. So, um, tell us a little bit more about this case, uh, Robbins v. Spokio. Why is it important? Well, uh, the case addresses this thorny issue of harm and standing in privacy and data breach litigation. Uh, district court judges have been reluctant to let these cases move forward because they're arguing that the plaintiffs can't show or demonstrate that they've been harmed in any way by these alleged violations. So. Um, that's what happened to Tom Robbins. He had sued Spokio in 2010 because they had published some inaccurate information about him in a, in a um, report that he was in his 50s, that he was wealthy. None of this was true. Uh, and so the district court judge in California said that he uh, hadn't shown that he'd been harmed. And they took it to the Ninth Circuit, and the Ninth Circuit said, yes, he's been harmed, and Spokio appealed to the Supreme Court. And the Supreme Court said that the Ninth Circuit wasn't wrong, but they just hadn't done a thorough analysis on whether or not Robbins had been injured concretely. Uh, the Supreme Court said that injury just can't be abstract or vague. It has to be concrete, and it has to be particular, which means it has to be affecting an individual. So. Um, sent it back to the Ninth Circuit. And the Ninth Circuit uh, last week said that, yes, Robbins had been harmed. Yeah, so tell us a little bit more about that decision. I mean, um, you know, maybe you could walk us through that in just a little bit more detail. Yeah, well, uh, the court set out a two-part test for district courts um, to determine whether or not plaintiffs have been harmed. So first, they're going to have to look at, at the uh, law itself, whatever law is at issue in the case. Uh, is it just, was it just passed by Congress to protect a procedural right, or was it actually passed to protect some sort of interest on the part of consumers? And if the court finds that, yes, you know, that was the intention of the law at issue, then the court has to turn to the question of whether or not um, that the individual's concrete interests have actually been harmed. And that's where some uncertainty might creep up. Um, the court didn't lay out much uh, instruction for district judges on, on what that analysis should be. Uh, they said that in Robbins it was clear that he had been harmed. His, it'd be harder for him to get a job now. And so they didn't feel like they had to really dig into that. And so it's left some wiggle room for district courts to come to some very different conclusions on this question. Mm. And that might raise some uh, issues going forward. Mm. Wiggle room could be a dangerous thing, I'm thinking. People are suggesting that maybe this issue could wind up back in front of the Supreme Court again. Wow. <laughs> well, the, the, uh, the wheels of American justice sometimes turn slowly. And the <laughs> yes, yes, they do. And, and But this issue has been playing out in the Yahoo case that you've been following. Yeah, that's absolutely right. Um, I mean, uh, as, so, as you point out so frequently, uh, standing is, is an issue uh, in the Yahoo case. Um, just to flash back a little bit, um, Yahoo's uh, uh, website was first breached in 2014, and 
the uh, number of accounts, email accounts affected went well over um, a billion, which is uh, the biggest number of all time. Um, but Yahoo didn't uh, make this uh, fact public until 2016. And so there is now class action litigation, which has been filed against Yahoo. And um, basically, um, we're now coming up to the first key decision point in that litigation, where Yahoo is saying that um, uh, th the case should be uh, dismissed because uh, the plaintiffs have not, uh, they have not uh, made allegations that uh, qualify them for standing. Well, what do you think about Judge Coe? Has she given any indication on how she's going to come down on these arguments? Well, we got a very um, interesting signal from Judge Coe this week when she uh, canceled the uh, oral argument on the motion to dismiss that was uh, had been scheduled to happen this week. And that gives us a very clear sense that she is going to roll based on the written briefs and that she's probably already made up her mind. Uh, now, Judge Coe has a history in the past of um, ruling that the risk of future harm is enough to confer standing on plaintiffs. So those two things together um, are probably add up to a pretty ominous sign for Yahoo. And um, you know, it remains to be seen. We probably won't have to wait too long for her to issue a written ruling. But uh, uh, I would, uh, you know, I, I think that uh, the plaintiffs have reason to feel good about the, their, their chances here. Uh -huh. Well, it seems like that the Spokio decision is going to play a big role going forward in these, in these data breach cases. I know it will apply to a wide range of cases, but it seems to be particularly important to these cases. Are you already seeing that? In yeah. Well, I mean, it, it's really interesting to note that... Um, uh, within a New York minute of the Ninth Circuit decision coming down uh, earlier this month, the, the plaintiffs in the Yahoo case had already you know, fired off a notice of decision to Judge Coe. So they clearly think that uh, the, the Ninth Circuit has sort of helped their case in, uh, in uh, getting over the standing hurdle. But, you know, it remains to be seen, uh, but I'm sure we won't have to wait too long. Well, Spokio's clearly opened the door for plaintiff's attorneys, giving them a path that they didn't have before in the past. So I think yep. this is definitely something we're going to yep. be watching pretty closely. We will be watching it closely. <laughs> um, and so that's Amy Miller, uh, the privacy and data security reporter here in the San Francisco office of MLEX. Thanks for taking some time to talk about this today. Thanks, Mike. It's been fun. Um, if you'd like to read more of our coverage of privacy and data security issues, head to our website, mlexmarketinsight.com. Click on Insight Center and then click on Editor's Picks. Make sure to come back often for future MLEX podcasts from Europe, Asia, and the Americas on regulatory and litigation issues around antitrust, trade, privacy and data security, and corruption. You can access our, web, our podcasts from our website or subscribe through the SoundCloud app for iPhone or Android devices. I'm Mike Swift, MLEX's Chief Global Digital Risk Correspondent. Bye for now from San Francisco.